welcome to the Sisters for Prevention Breast Cancer Resource Podcast and YouTube channels. I am your host, Judy Fitzgerald, and it is my great pleasure to bring you the latest information and strategies for breast cancer survival and prevention. I am a 12-year breast cancer survivor living with NED, no evidence of disease. My passion is supporting the primary prevention of breast and ovarian cancers. It is my great honor to serve as a consumer advocate for the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines developed by Dr. Vincent Tui at the Lerner Research Institute at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. 2021 was an exciting year for breast cancer. It was the year we launched the phase one clinical trial for the first preventive breast cancer vaccine. This vaccine is presently being tested on recently diagnosed triple negative breast cancer patients who have completed treatment. Our goal is to prevent recurrence in these patients. Sadly, triple negative breast cancer is the most lethal form of the disease and has the highest probability for recurrence within the first five years. So what's next? We will need support to complete all phases of the clinical trials to obtain FDA approval. Once the vaccine is proven safe and effective, the Cleveland Clinic has partnered with the Nixa Bioscience and their CEO, Dr. Amit Kumar, to commercialize the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines and make them available for use. For all things breast cancer and to remain updated on the vaccine's progress, please visit my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's www, the number four, sistersforprevention.com. And now it is my great pleasure to bring you today's program. Thank you for joining us. What's up? It's your host again, Judy Fitzgerald, telling you all things about breast cancer, how we can survive, how we can thrive, how we can just do the best that we can to get through every day and to live a healthy life post-treatment. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about something that if you've had breast cancer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We Survive the survivor thing is really tricky business. You, you know you've done everything you can to rid your body of this horrible disease, but when treatment is over, then what? The doctor stops seeing you. People think you don't need help anymore, and that's totally not the case. The hardest challenge that I found and I feel that many of my breast cancer sisters and brother find, is that 
it's a stress thinking that that little voice in your head keeps saying, I could come back, I could come back. Suppressing those feelings, suppressing those thoughts are a big challenge and really form something which we call post-breast cancer stress disorder. And it's not really as widely recognized as it should be. And I think the reason is that we women and the men who are diagnosed, we tend to be caregivers and we just want everything to be right. And our families want everything to be back to normal, as do we. But acknowledging that you need some help to support you, there's nothing wrong with it. And in fact, when I finally dealt with it, when I finally dealt with the demons in my head, I got counseling and I also was able to get some medication, which by the way, also helped with my side effects from Femara. So these two things, as they say, um, you need to know knowledge is power. What you don't know can hurt you in this case because it is extremely stressful once you are left on your own to survive. Um, I've said before that um, I read every book I could find by a breast cancer survivor just to feel like, gosh, I'm not in this alone. And they all said this survivor thing is tricky business. And one survivor said it best of all. She said, you know, the only way you're really going to know if you survive breast cancer is if you die from something else. So, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go to that, that long of a place or go to that place. So, let's talk about it. Um, what do you think? Leave me a comment, please, or um, I'd like to know if you've been, if you are in the survivorship part of your breast cancer journey. How do you feel about this? Should there be more uh, emphasis and help, more diagnostic support? Um, let me know in the comments. So, what was causing my stress? Well, as we all know, we remember the exact date and time that we were diagnosed. And to me, it was a crazy feeling, like I fe felt that my body had betrayed me. I thought I ate pretty healthy. I really didn't exercise as much as I should have, but I did try to eat pretty clean. Of course, I did love cookies, but we all do everything in moderation and we can't stop living. It was pretty emotional for me because I had so many memories of so happy times nursing my two sons and those beautiful memories um, kept flooding back to me. And I thought, how could these breasts that nursed my children suddenly turn on me at 53 years old? 
I couldn't understand. And you probably didn't understand. So then, of course I became afraid. Am I gonna die? Am I never gonna see my sons get married? Am I never gonna see my grandchildren? And then the fear turned to anger. Like, not because I felt, why is this happening to me? I'm no better than anyone else. What I felt like is, why, after all the time we've been walking and racing for the cure, why are we still treating breast cancer the same that we have for the past 20 years or 30 years or more. We still just do surgery and then we poison it with chemotherapy and then we burn it with radiation. Why hasn't someone come up with a better idea than that? I just didn't get it. Again, what do you think? And then after I was angry, I felt really lost. I was like, okay, so my doctor is telling me this is what I should do. And unfortunately, I got way on the internet really quick. There's a lot of good stuff out there, folks, but there's a lot of bad stuff out there too. And I just wanted to learn everything that I could so I could make the best informed decision. And I have learned over the years that we can become our own worst enemy because I do look back sometimes and think, hmm, could I have done this differently? My pathology really gave me the answer that I was really 100% right in getting a double mastectomy, even though at the time the cancer, invasive cancer, had only been diagnosed in the left breast and I had precancer in the right breast or stage zero cancer. So, but as far as my other treatment with tamoxifen and Femara, um, anyway, don't second guess yourself. That's a really bad road to look at. Look ahead, don't look back. So what did I do? So this stress disorder at suggestion, actually, of all my internet research, I decided to keep a journal because I thought, well, if I keep a journal and 10 years down the road, I'm lucky enough to be alive, then I can always look back and see what those days were like so I can help others to get through those days for themselves. And I can also look back and say, this is the information that I had and I did the best with what I, what, at what I was dealt. I made the best decision I could at the time. And as my husband always says, you make the best decision you can, and then you work to make it the right decision. And that's my focus every day, is to learn all I can to prevent my disease from coming back. And that's the purpose of my channel as well is to share with you what I learn. Um, and I'll tell you that this breast cancer is not a gift, but the amazing journey 
that I have gotten from having breast cancer, I wouldn't trade it. I trade the breast cancer, but I wouldn't uh, trade it. So then the journal became something that once I met Dr. Tui, I turned into a book. And my book is called A Teacher's Journey, What Breast Cancer Taught Me. And I'll put the link to my book. It's available on Amazon. I'll put the link in the comments. But a lot of women that I've spoken with that I've counseled upon their diagnosis have thought, gee, the stress is going to go away when the treatment is over because nobody likes hospitals, nobody likes needles, nobody likes to take drugs. But, and they were very surprised that the stress post-treatment was actually at a pretty high level. So, in networking with survivors, I basically found that we each have our own way of dealing with things. I need some water, sorry. <clears throat> and nobody should judge you. But there seems to be a pattern where people like me who feel a need to get out there and tell my story to help others. I never thought it would get to this point as much. <coughs> but there are those who respect their privacy and just never want to talk about it again. I say this because if you have a friend going through breast cancer, or any type of cancer for that matter, if they don't want to talk about it, let them not talk about it. So, so the word survivor, again, is tricky business. I'm actually superstitious about calling myself a survivor. I refer to myself as no evidence of disease. Ned, and this means that today, or at my last checkup, right now, I am considered cancer-free, but that could change at any moment. And so what I've learned is that, and I'm sure you've heard this cliche, the present is a present, and that's why they call it the presence. So stay with that. Cherish every day, hug your children, eat ice cream if you feel like it, Oh, if you look at my website, there's some information about that, but have joy, have joy. And if you, if you love someone, tell them you love them every day. And I also have a sign in my kitchen that says, have an attitude of gratitude. And it's not always possible, but get help from others call on your support system, and live your very best life. So, <clears throat> that's my thought for today. Again, I'd love to hear your comments. I'd love it if you hit that subscribe button. And I hope you'll join me again. I wish we could meet in person, but I guess this is the next best thing. So, I send you my love. And until next time, stay safe. Stay healthy, and may the good Lord 
continue to bless you. Thank you. tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or on Feedspot.com. Your feedback is important in helping us select topics for future podcasts. To stay updated on the latest news about the vaccine clinical trial, please subscribe to my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's sisters the number four, prevention.com. Also, please note that the topics discussed on this site are not meant to be used in lieu of medical advice. I am not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be. I am merely sharing what I have learned from personal experience, discussions with fellow survivors, and many hours of research. So for now, I'll leave you with my mantra, Cancer is a word, not a sentence. So may God bless you and keep you till next time. Thank you.